0: Hello, everybody. Good evening. This is Joy Ofielu again of Albert Hall Ministries. May the Lord bless you as you listen to us as we continue looking at the outcome of Nehemiah's prayers and what he did and what the Lord have him do after he went to talk to the king and receive help from the king. In the last episode, we talked about Sambala and Tobiah how they heard about Nehemiah coming to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem and they were not happy about that because they didn't think that somebody should come and do the work but here uh, like we're going to continue with that with in this episode to see how Nehemiah took the journey of going to rebuild the walls and how he started and the wisdom that he used you know in the first place at the initial initial stage of the construction so we're going to ask the Lord to give us understanding so that we will be able to understand the Word of God because it's His Word. And the Bible says that the Word of God is spirit and the Word of God is life. Father, I just want to thank you for a moment like this, O oh God. As we're going into the Word of God this night, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, that you will teach us wisdom on how to go about the calling and the purpose of God for our lives as we look at this word of God and see what how Nehemiah handled his own situation and the destiny of the people of Israel that you committed into his hands. Lord, we pray that the word of God will be active and alive today for us and touch every life that is listening to me, everyone that is hearing me. In this episode, I pray that the Holy Spirit will take the word and touch them and that wisdom will come in our lives through the word of God because you are wisdom. Father, we thank you for giving us another opportunity to hear your word today. Blessed be your name, our Lord God Almighty, in Jesus' precious name, amen. Like I said, in the last episode, we talked about Sambala and Tobiah, It was just only one verse. We're going to see them again down, but that's not where I'm concentrating right now. Now, uh, I'm still reading from NLT. We're going to start from verse 11, and I trust God to give us utterance in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Nehemiah inspects Jerusalem's wall, and then after he, he left, you know, from king, he left where he was serving the king, went to Jerusalem. The Bible says, now listening from verse 11, Jeremiah chapter 2 from verse 11, so I arrived in Jerusalem in Jerusalem. Three days later, so three days after he, he arrived in Jerusalem, I slipped out during the night take, talking, taking only few others with me. I had not told anyone about the plans God has put in my heart for Jerusalem. We took no pack animals with us ex- except the donkey I was riding. After dark, I, wa- I went out through the valley gates, past the jackal's well, and over to the donge gate to inspect the broken walls and born born gates. Then I went to the fountain gate and to the king's pool, but my donkey couldn't get through the rubble, so so though it was still dark, I went up the cadron valley instead, inspecting the wall before I turned back and entered again at the valley gate. The city official did not know I had been out there or what I was doing, for I had not yet said anything to anyone about my plans. I had not yet spoken to Jewish leaders, the priests, the nobles, the officials, or anyone else in the administration. But now I said to them, you know very well that what trouble we are in, Jerusalem, in what trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been destroyed by fire. Let us rebuild the walls of Jerusalem and end this disgrace, and end this disgrace. Then I told them about how gracious hand of God has been on me, and about my conversation with king. They replied at once, yes, let's rebuild the world. So they began the good work. So we're going to stop here, okay, for now. Now you can see from verse 11. So Jeremiah finished praying, and the Lord gave him opportunity and everything that he needed that the king provided for him to go and rebuild the, the walls of Jerusalem. So when Jeremiah got there, you know, you know, we have talked about Sambala and Tobiah now. So he went, first of all, to inspect the land, you know. You can see here I said he went, he slept at night. He did not tell anybody. He slept at night and went to do what? To inspect the wall first to see how far the rain has been and how he will start the construction. He went, first of all, went for survey. He went to check out the walls and see what was going on there. You understand? Nehemiah, like I said, was a very wise man. Before you can start, if you are working with the Lord, you have to be wise, especially being very careful on how you release information. Because sometimes when the Lord tells us to do something, we don't keep it to ourselves. And that's why most of us don't fulfill destiny, because we talk too much. Even though Mehemiah has prayed already, even after his prayers, he still knows that he has to be quiet, that he cannot talk to anyone about the plans that God has put in his heart until he comes to a particular, a particular stage. He first of all went and inspected the walls. Then after he finished inspection, before he can even talk to the administrators, before he can even talk to the priests, and then when he told them the, 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 uh, his mission, the admitted it and they agreed because he has prayed already he has told talked to God about them and the Lord gave him favor before those priests so you can see that there is power in prayer and prayer and wisdom go hand in hand if you're a prayerful person you have to learn to keep your mouth shut because sometimes the Lord released some information to you that it's not yet time for you to tell anybody. You go and blow it and then uh, the, the devil aborts the plan. Paraventure Nehemiah who have told uh, Sambala and Tobiah everything he came to do. Maybe they would have stopped it. But he didn't tell them. They just had, but they don't know the details. So Nehemiah went out there and began to inspect the land. He inspected it first, he, he said he slipped out. He didn't tell anybody what he came to do. You know, he slipped out to go and see the, the walls, how far the rain, you know, and in the dark. He went out at night, not even in the day, to go and see. You know, he drove his donkey, went around, just picked a few people with him. You know, because that was a preliminary stage. It's just a the vision, you know. It's just a starting point. You know, he wanted to be able to make sure that everything, what he's going to do. But some, you know, it's very important for us to learn from this because it's, if you're going to walk with God, if you're going to be a leader, if you're going to be an intercessor, if you're going to be the person that God will release certain information to, you have to be wise. You have to learn how to keep your mouth shut. You have to be discerning. You have to be discerning. You know, Nehemiah was a very wise man. He kept quiet. He didn't tell anybody. Say, I did not tell, say anything to anyone about my plans. I had not spoken even to the leaders. He didn't tell the leaders. He didn't tell nobody anything about this, even the administrators. He first of all went and inspected, prayed around it, walked around the world to see what, is, what was going on in that area before he can get a few people, you know, for them to start the work. To shock you, now you can see, here is again in verse 19. It says, but when Sambalan." Tobiah and Geshman, the Arab, heard of our plan. They scoffed contemptuously. You know, they scoffed, they laughed at them, they made all kinds of gestures at them. They said, What are you doing? Are you rebelling? See, are you rebelling against the king? You see that? They started laughing at him, they tried to talk him down. They tried to make him feel low about himself. They tried to talk him away from what the Lord has put in his heart. When God tells you to do something, pray about it, ask God for detail, start the job, pray for people that can help you you know to get to get the vision because there are some people you can bring into it doesn 't matter how close that person is to you, you know they will talk you down, they will even be jealous of you. Like look at these people. They started asking him, "You are rebelling against the king." They didn't know that Nehemiah have already gone ahead to get get him, um, go, he, that he has permission from the king to come and build that place. You know, they didn't know that, but they were laughing at him. They tried to talk him down. They tried to talk him out of the out of the uh, the, the thing that God has put in his heart. That is why it's very important when you are called to be very careful when God tells you to do something. Do not go and start getting, you know, trying to talk to your friends for us to confirm. Just make sure if God has told you to do something, ask him details and start it. Asking people that can help you with that and go to them. It doesn't matter. You might have somebody who is very close to you. You know, it doesn't matter. You have to share everything with people that are close to you. There are people that are close to you, and that vision is not for them at that point in time. Maybe their faith is not enough to carry you. Maybe, you know, that you might tell them, you know, they'll be like, oh, if you do this now, They won't tell you if you do this, you'll be above us. They will try to talk you down. They will be either they're jealous or they don't, they're not, they didn't buy the vision. You don't blame them because they didn't buy the vision. You are the one that God has put that vision in. Many people have not fulfilled their purpose today because when God tells them to do something, they try to go and confirm and get human wisdom and ask people, you know, can I do this? And they will tell, if it's me, I won't do it. But if they are the one, they will do it. And you are missing out on the purpose of God for your life. When you miss out on the plan of God for your life, eventually it will come back to you. Because what, like that man, like I said before, that the, the master gave talents. He gave other ones talents. The other ones went and fulfilled their own. He hid his own on the ground. And the master came and took the talent from him, gave to the people that used their talent and did what? And cast him out, punished him, put him in prison. So eventually, when we get to heaven, we're going to give God account of everything He has put in our lives to do. If Nehemiah did not answer this call and do what God has told him to do, you know, God can pick up somebody else and use them. Nehemiah will not have fulfilled the purpose of God for him. So be careful who you tell the will of God for your life. Be careful when God tells you to do something, to do it. Be careful. <coughs> Excuse me. Don't be rebellious when God is telling you to do something. Do it. Once you know it is God, all you need to do is ask God, like Nehemiah. Nehemiah asked God for wisdom, asked God for provision. God has given every provision. Even with that provision, Nehemiah was take care for. I don't think that he told the people the details. You know, as the work was going on, they would begin to see, <clears throat> they would begin to see, you know, that everything has been provided. So he said in verse 20, I replied, the God of heaven will will help us succeed. We, his servant, will start rebuilding this world, but you have no share, legal right, or historic claim in Jerusalem. He answered them, well, he told them, the God of heaven, that is faith. When God gives you assignment, he wants you to put your absolute trust in him. Put absolute trust in God. When Jesus came here on earth to do the will of God, the Pharisees and Sadducees and all of them, Sadducees, Pharisees, Pharisees, and even the, his own family members, even his own people did not believe in him. He went to Nazareth, they said, is he not the, the, son, of, um, the son of Joseph, the carpenter? they looked down the son of Mary, you know, that woman that told us that the spirit of God impregnated her and he, she was a virgin. They casted him out. And Jesus said, a man is not honored except, he's honored if we in his own place. And he left them. He didn't do much miracle when there because they looked down on him. They looked down on him. So Nehemiah did not even care. He put his trust in God. He didn't care about Sambala and Tobiah. And down the line, you will still see this Sambala and Tobiah come up again. But Nehemiah know that this is my destiny. Do you know that Nehemiah in the house of God, that was not his total purpose of God for him. The God-Lord planted him there for the plan, main plan, this is the main purpose of Nehemiah's life, to go and rebuild that Jerusalem. We will see what happened. You know, brothers and sisters, I just want to thank you very much for listening to me. What are we taking out from here? We are taking out that when you want to work with God, when you, if you want to fulfill the plan of God for your life, you have to, number one, be a prayerful person. Number two, you have to ignore every outside voice, you know, whoever that is telling you not to do the will of God. And number three, you have to be a person that have wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, it is hard very, very hard for you to fulfill the plan of God. Number three, you have to, four, you have to forget about yourself. You have to forget about, or just focus on God. Forget about your inadequacies. Forget about things that people have told you that you are not up to it. Just keep your eyes on the Lord Almighty. Hold on to him because he's the one that gave you that vision. The more, you, if you take one step like a baby step, like Nehemiah, he you he, he, finish that, he will take you to the next one. Nehemiah started a baby step. The first baby step was to pray. And then the second baby step was to go to the king. And then the third baby step was to climb, to go home and go and inspect the land. You know, then they, uh, passed the hurdle of, of attackers and was able to get there. And then, then he got the administrators involved you know, to build that. And he did not mind the attack. He did not mind what people are telling him, all this Sambala and Tobiah and all their friends. He didn't care about them. He told them, you don't have portion in this. Because if they have portion in it, they won't be criticizing him. They don't have division. They don't know what the Lord has put in his heart. But only Nehemiah knows what the Lord has put in his heart. So he that carries the vision. Now he shared it with other people. The Lord already, the, the Lord touched their heart. The people that he wants to be involved in the project. He touched their heart. When God gives you assignment and you share it with people, not everybody will agree with your assignment. Don't get angry with them. Keep moving. If they don't agree with you, just keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. Don't stand with them. They are not God. Nehemiah told him, he said, I replied, the God of heaven will help us succeed. I pray for you today. In the name of Jesus Christ, that purpose of God in your life, you will fulfill it. Every tambala and Tobiah, Whatever it is that you're standing on your way, I command it to be uprooted. As long as you're not the one that is standing on your own way, I pray that the Lord will teach you how to be wise, that you bridle your tongue and be able to carry on and do the work of God, and that God will put in your life the right people that can be of help to you to fulfill the purpose by which he has created you and called you. In the name of our Lord Jesus, Lord, I thank you for your word, and I give you praise. Lord, you give every one of us the help we need to be able to fulfill the plan, the purpose of God for our lives. There are some that need finances. If Nehemiah did not, if you did not provide the, this the funding or give Nehemiah all that he needed, even the king's permission, he will not be able to do the work. Father, those who are struggling to be able to do the work you have called them. Father, in the name of Jesus, I cry out unto you for help. Let help come. Their help does not come from any man. It it comes from Jehovah himself, from God Almighty, according to your word in Psalm 129. Father, let the God of Abraham send them help. Send your people help from Israel. Send your people help from Zion. Send your people help, O God, that you have called according to your will, according to your purpose. In the name of Jesus, every hindrances, everything that is slowing your work down, I commanded O Lord, to be lifted and removed in the name of Jesus that the angels of God carried those uh, uh, Sambala and Tobaya, whatever it is that is obstacle standing in the way of your people. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We don't close our podcast, our ministry, without asking you if you are born again. Because this is the first place to start, is being born again. The Bible says that the prayer of a righteous man, God does not listen to it. So you give your life to Jesus so you can be inside the household of faith. Be inside the sheep, be one of the sheep of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the Bible says if you believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God and you confess with your mouth that He's, he is he, he, your Savior, and that is alive. life. You are saved. So I pray for you. Now say, Jesus, my Lord, come into my life. I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. In, I give you my life. I take my control. All the days of my life, I have decided to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord answer you from Zion as you have prayed. Now you are born again. I say, you are born again. So like a newborn baby, begin to eat, look, seek for the sincere milk of the word of God. You start reading the Bible from from John chapter 1. Read five verses every day if you need help. Please don't hesitate to contact us. Contact us on elberteljoy at gmail.com or joy.ofielu at gmail.com. We will help you. And also, find a church that is around you. I know that there is this COVID situation. Many churches are closed, but there are many churches online. You can join. Join Albert Ministries to listen to the Word of God constantly, that you can get wisdom, and it will flush your spirit. The Word, Bible said that the Word of God, you should accept the Word of God, which is able to do what? To save your soul. So accept that implanted word of God, which is able to save your soul, okay? And I thank you, everyone, who is born again listening to us, following us, and joining us in our podcast and Facebook ministry and YouTube. May God bless you. We ask that you watch out for the next episode and continue to join us in prayer. We are still praying for the nations. We are praying for... We are praying for those who are, who are affected by this COVID situation. We're also praying for elections of America, and we are praying for other nations of the world. Remember, this is Alberta ministry. Alberta ministry is in this worldwide ministry, is based on prayer, evangelism and then discipleship. So join us in this journey as we reach out to the nations of the world. Join us in this journey and share. Like our podcast. Like our we are in we are in Instagram. We are in in uh, Twitter. We are also in Facebook and YouTube. We are gonna be. There are some other outlets in the podcast. You know, Anchor, Spotify. There are, um, Google uh, G- Google is there. Another Becca. You can see them when you go into our podcast. You will see those uh, areas. Join us. Any avenue by which you can listen, you know, join us, so that we continue to carry the word of God and send it around the world. Share it, like it, subscribe with us in our YouTube. Subscribe with us in our YouTube. Join our page and like. I mean, join our uh, Facebook group. Like our Facebook page. The Lord bless you as you do this and continue to join us, and may you be blessed. May you be blessed. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Joy of Bye-bye.